Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Chaos to Connected podcast. I am currently recording in a Target parking lot. So if you hear the rain or some cars splashing by, that is why. But I wanted to address a topic today that is pretty common, I think, um, and just give you a different perspective on it, and that is tickling. So if you are a tickler, I have some insight for you today. And I think that it can be a little bit challenging to hear if you are really into it, but it's not coming from a place of like shame or guilt or anything, just to bring awareness like I love to do. So why not tickling? So number one, tickling doesn't actually achieve natural laughter. It is forced. So in in order to build connection and release stored up fears and hurts, it has to be deep belly laughter that's spontaneous. So forced laughter can actually end up overwhelming the nervous system and make our children feel helpless and out of control, which kind of leads into my next point, which is it can actually promote distrust between you and your child because of the nature of it, right? We often, if you're tickling your child, it means you're probably having to hold them down. I mean, playfully, but then the laughter that comes is more reflexive laughter. And that kind of laughter can actually disguise discomfort and even pain because we just can't help but laugh even if we don't feel like it's funny or we're not enjoying it. I mean, think of yourself. Any moms out there have a husband who likes to tickle them (laughs) because mine does and I just, I hate tickling. I don't like it. But you can't help but laugh because it's a reflex. And I'm guessing if you like to tickle, you probably have never even thought that it's not a natural laugh, that it's reflexive. So this can actually make it difficult for our child to communicate that they don't like it, but they still can't make it stop because they're having trouble maybe catching their breath because they're laughing so hard, even though it's not like a joyful laughter or because they can't get a word in because, you know, the tickling is creating that reflexive laughter, which impedes them from actually speaking. So if you're like, oh, great. Okay. We tickle all the time. Now what am I supposed to do? I want to give you a couple ideas because you might even be in a pattern of like, it's just become part of your playful routine and your kids might actually even ask for it because it's been so common. And I think part of that could be because it's connecting. I think a lot of times we are in the midst of really busy routines, especially now that the school school year is going on, holidays are coming up. You know, there's there's a lot going on. When you get home, you probably have a lot to do. Clean the house and make supper and do homework. And there's just so much on the to-do list that doesn't always include or involve that playful connection with our child. And tickling can be an easy way to go because we 
probably experience it quite a bit ourselves. And it just seems easy to get laughing from, but because of the reflexive laughter, but unknowingly, it feels easier. And so if you are in that pattern, sometimes I think our kids can feel like it's a really connecting time because our attention is on them. Yes, there's maybe some laughter happening or some maybe some more play going on than normally does. So I want to give you two different ideas of things that you can start to do if this sounds like your family and a pattern that you've been stuck in and you feel maybe ready to change it. So the first one is to actually just go in like you're going to pretend or go in like you're going to tickle your child, but pretend. I mean, you don't even actually have to touch your child, just like coming at them with your hands up like you're going to tickle or even making the tickling motion without actually touching them often can get a lot of laughter. And that type of laughter is better because it's not forced. It's their own laughter that's coming out. And that's the goal. Number two is always ask permission first. And then the other thing that my parents did that I really like, and I think if you are like, well, I don't really think tickling's that bad. My kid really likes it. I would really recommend giving them a safe word. So if they don't like it or they want it to stop, then they can say that word versus trying to get out this whole sentence. Or maybe it's like, if it's too hard for them to talk because they're laughing so hard, maybe it's an action. Or maybe you stop every now and then and you say like, are you enjoying this? Do you want to continue? So that you can make sure you are respecting, you know, what they want versus just continuing to do it. And then they have that that option to opt out of it if they want to. And so an example, I mean, you can pick any word, but for whatever reason, I don't even know. Maybe there's no story, but as a kid, we always use the word garbage. So if we'd be, you know, being tickled, if we wanted it to stop, we would say garbage and then our parents would stop. So that could be an option if you're like, well, we we have a good time and I don't really feel like it's so bad. Think of something simple like that that your kid can easily remember. And then when you are starting to do like implement this, if this hasn't been a consistent practice already, practice it so that they understand. Because if it's something new, it's not probably going to come to mind immediately, especially if they're younger. So as you're going into like a tickling session, I would say, remember, if you want me to stop, do this or say this word. And then if they're looking like they don't like it, model for them. If you want me to stop, say whatever, or do this. So then they're reminded in the moment that they actually can advocate that they don't like it anymore. And by doing that a couple times, you will reinforce the pattern and the habit of using whatever you're choosing to use as their way to get out of it so that we're not continuing to tickle because we feel like laughter is coming and we feel like it's fun and joyful, but they're not. You know, obviously our goal and intention, I'm sure, is never to be causing discomfort or pain, but sometimes it's really hard to tell because that laughter is reflexive. So, If you are feeling like you want to continue, go right ahead. You're the parent. If it feels good to you, if your child enjoys it, I mean, if your child's a little bit older, you can even have conversations about it and ask them if they like to play that or if they'd prefer some other type of game. I just personally don't do it because I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like being tickled myself. So, you know, usually if I don't like something, I don't want to do it to somebody else because I 
don't like it. But maybe you are different and that's totally fine. I think we all, I just want to present to you a different side than is often told. And then you can take that information however you want and proceed to implement it if you want. Maybe some things if you want or not. So I hope that this was more of an encouragement than a shameful thing. I obviously never want to come across as that, but I do think it's an important topic to address, especially, you know, as our kids get older and we want them to advocate for themselves and to, you know, have their own body autonomy and that sort of thing. So I hope that this helped you, gave you some tangible ideas for how to proceed, whether you're going to cut it out completely or whether you're going to just make some modifications. And before I go, I want to make sure that you are aware I hinted at it last week a few times in the podcast episodes, and I want to make sure and announce it here. If you are listening in real time on October, I was going to say 24th because that's when I'm recording it, Um, but the week of October 24th through the 28th, I am doing a pre-launch for my Chaos to Calm course, which is going to go through step-by-step everything that you need to know about how to uncover your triggers, understand what triggers are and where they come from, and then five specific ways that build upon each other to actually learn to manage them consistently, effectively, and you know, as you go on, you might discover some triggers that you had are resolved and new ones pop up because you've resolved those in their space for other ones. The same process will be available to you and you're going to get all of the bonuses that I put out. So I'm really excited about two of the ones that I already have set in place because of the feedback that I've received from people voting in my Instagram story. So if you're not if you're not following me, please go over there because I really like to get your feedback on some of this stuff. Obviously, I'm creating it for you. And truthfully, I have asked lots of times, like, do you need more help managing your triggers or with your child's behavior? And every time there's like one or two people that say with my child's behavior, everybody else says their own triggers. And I'm kind of like, okay, like I know it's super important, but I love to help people understand their child's behaviors. So I truly am creating this for you to benefit you. One of the bonuses is going to be helping your spouse manage their triggers. Another one is going to be a whole like small little portal of different um, vagus nerve limbic system retraining exercises because that's also going to be part of the course, but I'm not going to go into every single thing in the module because that's overwhelming. But if it's something that you're interested in, I'm going to have another bonus section for you that will have lots of different activities and exercises that you can implement. So all that to say, if you are ready, like if you are tired of losing your patience, of, you know, going from zero to a hundred, yelling, shaming, punishing, and then feeling guilty about it, that trigger loop cycle, as I like to call it, then this is going to be for you. And the best part is, I probably should have said this first to keep your attention, is you're going to get it 50% off during this pre-launch week. But I only have 10 spots available. So make sure if this is something that you are really interested in doing, that you head to the show notes and you click on the link and you get signed up for it. You're going to get 50% off and that will give you the full course when it launches January 2nd. What a better time than the new year to like make sure you are you know, learning to manage your own big emotions so that you can support your child through theirs. And then you will get all the bonuses. So there'll probably be more coming, but those are the two for sure that are locked in solid. All the, 
you know, worksheets or PDFs or checklists, anything that comes with it, a basic roadmap on how to actually do this and do it successfully. Plus, there are going to be some either group or individual component, like coaching components. But the beauty of getting it in pre-launch is that you actually get to help me tell me what you want. So I will send out a, you know, like two, three, maybe up to five max little survey into your inbox weekly, maybe not that often. I don't know yet. Um, But just as a general guideline, all you have to do is answer those questions and give me the feedback for those so that I can be adding and implementing that into my course creation. And that's it. And then you get the course when it launches, you get all the bonuses Anything that comes with the course will be yours at 50% off. This is going to be the lowest price it will ever, ever, ever be. So if you are ready to go, I am ready to help you because I am constantly amazed at my ability and my capacity to stay calm. And it's honestly the most transformative thing for your child's behavior for them to recognize that you actually can handle their big feelings. Because I think so many of us want to. It's just we can't because of things that we don't even understand or subconscious or consciously think about or know how to adjust. So if you're ready, head to the link in the show notes and let's do this together. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me, at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget, God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.